Welcome to the Bolton E-Bikes podcast, a place where you can learn all about electric bikes. You can learn from me, Kyle Chittock, the owner of an e-bike company called Bolton E-Bikes. And you can also learn from other industry experts that I have on the show that are doing cool and awesome things. Now, every once in a while, I also get people that are just like you. They enjoy riding e-bikes, they love e-bikes, and they just want to tell their story about how they use their electric bike. So today I have a special local guest that I'm happy to have here. I see him in and out of the shop all the time, and it's a real treat to have him here with us. So let's get to it. This is the Bolton e-bikes podcast, episode number 10. So today we have David from Grass Valley with us here on the podcast, and I'm excited to have him on the show because he's a local customer, and I get to see him face-to-face often. He gets to come in and actually bring his bike in for service and different things, so I'm happy to have you here. I'm happy to be here. This is fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good. I know you've been listening to some of the previous episodes, and uh, you're lucky because you actually got to hear some before being on the show, and some of the previous guests, it was all too new. I really enjoyed the last one with the battery guy. That was really informative. I learned a lot and he answered a lot of questions that I have about my battery because I'm not really a technical guy, but I like to stay on top of it and and know what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. That was a, that was a great one. If, if you haven't heard Patrick from high C battery, definitely go check out that episode and and listen to it because it was very informative and he gave us some insights on what the future of batteries is realistically going to be like coming up. Yeah, because that's one of my concerns. I I came into this thing with range anxiety. <laughs> and it was, Kyle will attest, I, I actually bought a second battery just to make sure that I, I could go as far as I wanted to. So knowing about them is a good thing. And, and that was really a, a good podcast. Absolutely. Now, I'm going to jump back a little bit because I kind of want to hear, and I don't know all of the answers to these questions. We've talked about it a bit. I know your son was kind of into e-bikes and doing some things, but when did you first hear about electric bikes? Well, basically through my son, he was putting together, getting parts and putting things together. And, and there's a bike shop, he's in, in the LA basin, and there's a bike shop that was helping him put things together, things that he couldn't do. And he was having a gas and I just kind of got excited and drawn into it and... Now I'm a proud bike owner. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a chance to ride one of the bikes that he had built? Um, no, actually coming up here was the very first e-bike that I rode and I got on it and I was sold. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. And, and funny enough, uh, David shows up and I was expecting we get this interview done and I had a, a customer kind of had a set time for a little bit later and naturally they were excited. So they came over an hour early and, uh, they kind of had the same experience. They this, yeah, they <laughs> came, bought two bikes. And yeah, they hop on the bike, take it for a test ride, and that's and that's usually out, it. It's out the door, yeah. Uh, so you, I don't even remember which bikes all you test rode. I know what you have, of I course. Rode, I rode your bike. Okay. Uh, you're a little bit overpowered. For, <laughs> and I rode, uh, I think, a Rad Rover just for comparison. Okay. And then I rode the bike that I ended up buying. and was very pleased. I, I came in from my test ride and said, you know, wrap it up. Let's go. This is the bike. Yeah. And you picked one that's a little bit unique in the way it operates. A lot of people have questions about it and that's the all wheel drive. Bike. I love it. It might be a little bit of overkill, but I'm really enjoying it. it. It's got so many options on 
the way I can ride it. I'm still just learning how to how to ride it efficiently. Um, yesterday, the last two rides I've come in, I've been sore, and that's what I want. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting and exercise. I'm getting my exercise, and I'm keeping the power levels down. But the two wheel drive really does go with a lot of places, and I've many times been happy that I've had it. Um, I do a lot of dirt bike trails, uh, single track, gravel roads, um, just sort of off the beaten track. And it's taken me everywhere. I even rode it in the snow when we had snow here. And, oh, you did. And it, it worked really well. I intend to do a bunch of beach riding as well. So I've taken my mountain bike out on the beach and just gotten bogged down. So I, I went yeah. with the fat tires for sure. And I'm looking forward to that. It's a lot of fun. It's got a lot of options. You can ride with just the front motor going, just the back motor going, or both of them. And it's got just this one little button that if I'm riding along and all of a sudden I feel like I'm in trouble for power, I'll just kick both motors on and boom, away we go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's one of the kind of the surprises, at least it was to me when I first got my hands on the all-wheel drive, was how easy it was just to flick between the different motors and how much of a difference that made with the power I mean, it makes sense if you think about it. Oh, I have one motor and now I have two, <laughs> yeah. but, but experiencing it is totally different than trying to explain it. Yeah. The, the only thing I would add about that is that the rear motor could probably have a little more power. It's a 350. Mm-hmm. And if you're going along with the 250 and the 350, that's you know 600 watts of power. And if the front end bounces, right. you lose that lose 250. Half your power, and almost. it can... It can be a little iffy and sketchy there for a little while. I'm learning how to deal with that. And we've talked about putting a, a suspension on there. I would do it, but I'm not real anxious to, to jump <laughs> into it right away. Right. Yeah. And we've talked about that. And that's a question I get often is, can I get a suspension fork on that bike? I hear that all the time. And, and the reason I haven't ever offered that bike or, or any other bike for that matter that has a front suspension fork with a front hub motor is because some of the forks aren't really designed to take the force in that way, where there's a motor, the wheel is pulling on it. So I've been a little hesitant to do that, but being only a 250-watt motor up front, I think that bike will probably do just fine with it if we set it up the right way. So I'm certainly willing to, to test it out and give it a shot. I just warn people, don't put a you know 750-watt motor on a suspension fork up front. I don't think that's going to work out yeah. very well in the long term. Actually, with the fat tires, it's fine the way it is. I'm just looking to, at the upgrade as, you know, <laughs> how cool can we make this thing? Right. You always have to make things a little bit better, right? Yeah. So the, for, and for yours, I think we've done a couple of things. We put the brakes on, put hydraulic brakes on, and I really do notice a difference with that. Um, it's heavy. These, these bikes are heavy. I'm surprised that this one isn't way that much more than some of the other mountain e-bikes. They're all in the 50 to 65 pound range, and uh, my bike's right in there. Yeah. Uh, they are heavy. I try lifting it up onto my rack, which is on the back of my truck. And yeah, it takes a, some oomph. <laughs> you get your upper body workout before <laughs> and after the ride. <laughs> exactly. But changing the brakes out has made a lot of difference. Um, I really do feel it. I go down some pretty steep hills here in Grass Valley. We've got some good ones. We do. We've got some good ones. And going up them is even more fun. <laughs> you know, I'm pedaling along, feeling like the Wicked Witch of the West, <laughs> dun, 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 and just smiling at the cars as they go by. And 
It's a lot of fun. There's getting to be more and more bikes around here, but since you're riding around locally, are you starting to notice other e-bikes around town? For sure. There are a lot more bikes than when even I started. And I don't like riding around in town and in the traffic, but I'm seeing them out there. And yeah, there are a lot more bikes. <laughs> yeah. And I know you've brought uh, some friends here and told other people. I oh, I'm a, I, I think it's great. I, I think it's the coming thing and I'm just delighted with it. <laughs> They're a lot of fun. So when you uh, put your bike on the rack and you take it somewhere, where are you typically going around here? Are you finding some typical bike trails? You mentioned uh, fire roads, I think, or gravel roads or different spots. Well, this whole new gravel r- riding craze, I, they've got maps out. The only maps around here are way out. You have to transport your bike about 10, 15 miles to get to one of the designated gravel rides from their website. But we've got tons of places to go here. And I'm just now learning. I'm going places I've never even knew were there. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. And they're all real local. And I can ride out from my front door. Don't have to put the bike on a rack. Don't have to take it anywhere. But miles and miles. It's a good place to have an e-bike. Yeah, for sure. Because we, we really do have a lot of places we can go if you know where to go. If you know where to go. And I'm not afraid to go down the hill like I was on my motor. My mountain bike. <laughs> oh, right. Not knowing whether I could get back up again. I have no doubt now. That's bike a, does it. That's a very real concern around here. If you go, yeah. I know my wife felt that way for a long time when we lived in town. Because if you rode away from our house, you had to go down a big, huge, steep hill. So that means you had to get back up that to get back home. And it just wasn't fun to have that at the end of a ride, even if you were just taking the kids to the park or something. So. Right. Not having to worry about it anymore has been And awesome. I, I live at the top of, well, if you know Grass Valley, Alta Street. Alta Street is a pretty well-known hill. If you don't live around here, you should go ride your bike up that hill. <laughs> then you'll know it is very steep. I don't know what the grade is. We should find out because it's, I know it's exactly which one you're talking about. But the bike does it with no sweat, even at the end of a ride. And that's another thing, learning the battery and the battery capabilities. Um, they seem to change. The higher it's charged, the stronger it is. As it starts right. to lose its charge, as you get down about 50%, 45%, I notice that it's, it's not got the oomph that it had when it was fully charged. So to end up at the bottom of a hill with 45 or 30% left. <laughs> it's nerve-wracking I, a little bit at I first just, few times, isn't it? Yeah, and I've actually, the battery has gone to zero on me. But I sat there and I waited for about five minutes and it, it came back enough to get me up the hill. Right. Which was nice. And so just there are lots of things to just riding it to learn about. And each bike seems to have its own quirks and e-bikes have their own quirks. And it's been a fun learning experience besides just the riding part. Now you have a spare battery that's a little bit bigger than the stock battery. Which one do you ride with first or do you pick a certain one? I ride with the big one first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, I've got a, a method I'm working on even improving it. I'm carrying it on the rack. My bike came with a rack and I've got Velcro and foam pads and stuff. And I secure it on there pretty good. And it's really rare. I last few rides, I, if I know I'm going under 20 miles or going 20 miles or so, I won't even take the other battery. Oh, okay. So you're getting more comfortable with it for sure. Then. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just learning the bike and learning the capabilities. Yeah. Well, I look forward to, because you had talked about maps and different places, and there's so many places you don't know of. And we kind of had this conversation the other week when you stopped by. Of, uh, I'd love to have a local 
area map of all the trails and all the places that you could possibly go because there are a lot of bike friendly areas we oh, can get to if you just know where they are. That and this town is a bike friendly town. There's a lot of bike lanes on the existing roads and people are used to seeing bicyclists. I'm a lot more comfortable here riding on the street and in the bike lanes than I am in some other places that I've I've gone riding with friends. So, uh-huh. Yeah, maps around here would be there're just so many places and people are always telling me, "Oh, have you tried here? Have you tried there?" and just last weekend, I went someplace I somebody had mentioned, and yeah, it was a lot of fun and a good place to ride. Yeah, I think uh, as I get caught up around the shop here, and as the weather gets nicer, because I just want to, I think it would be fun to do some group e-bike rides and kind of start something up. That way we can kind of get different people together and find new places to go ride. Yeah, we, we talked about that last time I was here, and I think that's a great idea. I'd love to pick somebody's brain or have somebody lead a ride to one of their favorite places and just expand the possibilities around here. Yeah. So if you're listening right now and you're an e-bike rider in Nevada County and you know of some good trails, don't keep them to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Or even if you're just a mountain bike rider. I went True. Yes. uh, A friend of mine who's an excellent, he's a street, a road racer, road biker. He went out with me on his, his regular mountain bike and yeah, he kept up. <laughs> I was feeling a little sheepish, but he kept up and he's taken me lots of places. He lives up in Truckee and he's taken me places in Truckee that are really nice rides. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think it'd be really interesting just to get something started. So it's like, oh, we're going to meet here this week, meet here this next week. And that'd work great for this local area and wherever other people are. I know some people kind of are already getting things started like that. But I think there's a lot of groups of road bikers, cyclists, and uh, mountain bikers who kind of do that already. But for the e-bikes, that's kind of a new thing. And I think the the groups are going to be much more diverse. Uh, yeah, I think e-bikes would integrate just really nicely in a mountain bike group or a road bike group. Well, a road bike, those guys are... They, <laughs> <laughs> um, I pass them going up the hill and they pass me on the flat. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> they're They're flying along. Yeah, I think it's a great idea getting everybody together um, and sharing the knowledge of, of where and are good places to ride. Good. Now, this video isn't out yet, so you wouldn't have seen it yet because I just filmed it literally yesterday. <laughs> By the time this podcast episode comes out, it will have come out. I had mentioned to a, just a couple of people here and there that I was going to do a, a test track here on the property around the building and kind of use that as a... Uh, a way for people to come here, get comfortable on e-bikes, and then, you know, maybe we'll have some facilities and things so we can kind of use it as a staging area or something to go on rides too. And I'm starting to kind of go around and trim up limbs and clear spots so we can do that. I'm I'm looking forward to riding more. From right here is really nice. When when I went out on my initial ride, I just went up the hill from here and and off. There are trails off into the woods there. I actually... (laughs) If I didn't have my iPhone, I would have been lost. Uh, <laughs> you used that to get back. I have been places I didn't even know existed. And that's been one of the joys of just exploring on the bike. Yeah. And it's probably because it's such a nice sunny day outside today. <laughs> I'm feeling a little cooped up. Like, oh, I'm, I'm inside. I'm at my desk too much or working on bikes too much inside. And I want to be outside riding it like my customers are or other people are. But I think there's so much that could be done just to get more people excited about it and 
Well, I'm excited about the growth in the industry and seeing all the bikes out there. And you did ask me, I've seen so many more bikes, whether they're road bikes or, or mountain bikes. My neighbor, who's a, an avid mountain biker, now has two or three of them. And he says, I'm down to one regular mountain bike and all the rest are e-bikes. <laughs> I try to ride it once a week, yeah. you know, just to keep my legs. But people say it's cheat. It's not cheating. I, I work hard. I build a, a good sweat when I'm out there. Yeah. Like I'm just learning how to really maximize the workout on it. Keep the power assist at a lower level. Um, yesterday I did most of my ride in one, which is. Okay. Uh, and every once in a while I'd kick it up to two or three. I've got, I can go up to five. And even coming up that street that we mentioned, I came up Alta Street and I was in three and it was doing it just fine. I wasn't doing the zoom, zoom up the hill. <laughs> right. You're not using all the power that's there. But I was comfortable and it was still a lot of fun. Yeah. I think people can see that in my videos sometimes when I'm testing bikes that I say, all right, I'm going to take this bike for a spin. I go ride it on camera. And then when I get back, I'm a little out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully people can see that. No, I'm actually exercising. Like I'm, I'm pedaling hard. Yeah. I grew up mountain biking and road biking and I, I can't help it. <laughs> yeah. I want to push. Yeah. I, I want to feel that. It's not a motorcycle. Right. It's a bicycle. And, and I really have always enjoyed biking. And I can get that same feedback, personal feedback, riding the e-bike that I used to get. <laughs> right. <laughs> When I was younger and able to push it, I, you know, I, I'm retired. I'm looking da down the barrel at almost 70. So, you know, it got me back on the bike. That's the other thing is I had put my mountain bike away. I, I'd live at the top of that hill and I wouldn't go down it. Right. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't motivating to get out and go down that hill knowing you had to come back up, was it? Exactly. You know, it's flat to the hardware store and that's about as far as I would ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's got me back on the bike. And I know a couple other guys who I've met up here, very same thing, ready to put their biking behind them. And all of a sudden, hey, I've got a new, a new way to get out there. Yeah. It is very cool. Now, it sounds like you're using it mostly just for fun and exercise. Are you going to the store and doing things like that now that you've been getting more comfortable with it and using it? Occasionally, the hardware store for sure, but that's still a flat <laughs> ride. The capacity to carry as much stuff as I want to get at the store. <laughs> gotcha. You know, if I'm going for a short one, yeah, I I will take it to. The, I have gone to the store and okay. Um, and the only reason I ask that is because I I just feel very strongly about this. I feel like the push often politically speaking or different things. People are always talking about how e-bikes are are good for the environment and all these things. And I, I don't disagree with any of that. I think all of that is true and great. But the real motivator for people to go ride these bikes. Fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's exactly. just fun. I was talking to a friend just the other day. Matter of fact, one of my old motorcycle buddies. And he's thinking about getting an e-bike for his girlfriend. Okay. And he had tried one. And I mentioned, you know, everybody who gets on here, the first thing they do is laugh. Yeah. Absolutely. And he said... You know, that's exactly what happened. I got on here and I was, it was so unexpected. <laughs> I, I just found myself chuckling and that's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And I've tried to put out uh, videos and different things showing people that, but if, if you haven't done it, you really have to experience it for yourself. I've never seen anyone get on it for the first time and not at least have a smile on their face. Laughing <laughs> very true, very often, but at the very least they're smiling when they come back. It's such a neat feeling. You get on there and all of a sudden 
you're just going. It's very <laughs> cool. And I just, I can't say it enough. It's too much fun. Yeah. You are uh, not unlike some of the other local customers where if your bike does have an issue and you bring it in here, you might be calling me the same day. Yeah. <laughs> no, saying, Is it fixed yet? Because yeah, no, I'd really I, like to go ride it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'll come up here without even calling. <laughs> and that is totally fine. I don't want anybody to think that that's a bad thing to do. I understand that these are th- just so much fun. And in fact, because of you and some of the other local customers, I've actually thought, you know, I really, I have my demo bikes for people that come who are interested in buying, but I need to keep a couple in reserve as spares, as uh, uh, loners. As loners. Exactly. You were already thinking it. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. you. Yeah. Whoever's listening, you should have seen David's eyes light up. When he, when I, <laughs> he was yeah. excited about that. It's hard to be without it. When you get to sit there in the afternoon in a beautiful day like today and just get inspired. Why am I sitting here? I have this vehicle that I can go out and enjoy. Right. And enjoy the day and get a little exercise and be... It's We live in a beautiful place. We do. And... And I'll admit, maybe I'm being a little bit selfish when I mentioned the test track around the building. I say that it's for everyone coming to test ride bikes. It might be just for me at lunchtime. (laughs) Well, you've got some nice places just to ride up the street, you know, three or four or five mile real quick that are fun, challenging. And there's a one street out there that I'm not even going to mention because I don't want anybody (laughs) else. You get out to the end of this little dirt road and the view up to the Sierras is just breathtaking. Yeah. I like to bring my bike up here. And when I bring it up here, I like to take that's, off for a that's ride. That's true. I, I remember that now. Usually when uh, you do drive up here, sometimes you, you don't put your bike back on the truck. You, you go take off and ride yeah. it around for a while and for, come back a while later. <laughs> there's some really nice spots here. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I, the one thing I, I do want to say about Kyle and Bolton e-bikes is that the service here has been great. I've had a couple of small issues with my bike. And they've been addressed, taken care of, you know, literally on the spot. And I can't say enough about the way I've been treated as a customer. It's been great. And I really appreciate that. I know other people with other bikes and other bike shops locally who have waited weeks and weeks to get things done. And you've been right on top of everything. And I, I, I got to say how much I appreciate that. Well, thank you. I know we have been getting a little bit behind on some bikes and custom repairs and things like that over the past couple of months. And we've really made that a priority. As you've probably seen when you came in, we've got new people working here doing things just to eliminate that problem. Because I, I really do want to be able to repair somebody's bike you know, the same day and give it back to them, if I, at all possible. Well, I brought my bike up for brakes and the, I sat here and 20 minutes later, I had new brakes. <laughs> and I had one fail and I brought it up and 15 minutes later, I've got new brakes. And yeah. It, so. It's been great. It's a great service. Thank you. Good. You're, you're welcome. And thank you for, for being a, a nice local customer. I appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. Well, having, you, having a, a bike shop that will work on my bike right now, is, it's pretty amazing. It is hard to find. I know I've experienced that in the past. Right now, obviously, I just work <laughs> on it myself. But there have been times in the past where I had something that was like, mm, maybe this is a little ahead of where I'm at, uh, repairing in past years. And I take it to a bike shop. Oh yeah, we can fix that. Uh, it'll be about three weeks. Yeah. Well, and- that's what my son <laughs> experiences when, he, when he runs into a problem that's technically beyond him, he's got right. a shop down there that helps, him, but he's got to take it in and he's got to leave it there. And they say, yeah, come back in a couple of weeks. Right. And that's very typical. And 
And I know it's going to be hard going down the road to keep a short leash on things and a short lead time, but uh, I'm definitely going to do as much as I can to maintain that and keep getting things turned around quickly. Well, good, good, because we appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) So like I said, I definitely was behind the last couple of months. and, And thankfully now we are totally caught up on everything. So if somebody brings their bike in right now, we're busy, we're doing a lot, we're working away, but we can actually drop what we're doing and pay attention to the customer that's here right now. Uh, oh, I saw that today. This guy <laughs> came in, he wants hydraulic brakes on the bikes that he's buying. And right now the brakes are being installed and he'll be back in an <laughs> that's hour. That's right. Uh, which is nice. I'm, I'm here on the podcast and I'm not having to put the yeah. brakes on. <laughs> so, so, and it's been that kind of service all along. And I, and I did need to mention that because I do really, really do appreciate it. Well, thank you. I didn't ask for that, but I do appreciate <laughs> you mentioning it. Uh, going forward, are there any things in e-bikes, now that you have one, if you, you've ridden it for a while, are there anything or is there anything you're looking forward to or hoping for that comes down in the future or changes? Or- oh, for sure. Um, I still have some range anxiety and, <laughs> okay. and the improvements on batteries. I'm always looking at those. That's why I appreciated that podcast with Patrick from High C. I learned a whole bunch of stuff. And- Good was encouraged by what he had to say. The one thing I'm really looking forward to, and I see them on some bikes now, and my bike's a big, heavy bike. And when I'm going downhill, I keep thinking, boy, I could be generating Mm, some electricity. So regenerative braking, um, if they come up with an aftermarket add-on something. That's been a hot topic for a long time, really. And typically... What it was is if you had a direct drive hub motor, it could have regenerative braking. And if you had a geared hub motor, it was basically coasting when the motor wasn't on and it's not regenerative braking. And there's starting to be a few bikes out there now that are a geared hub motor. So they have the advantage of the smaller size and the torque, but they also can do regenerative braking. And I don't know if any of them are really working that well yet. (laughs) But the fact is, people are working on it. I, I think it's only a matter of time before something comes out where it's like, oh, this one works as good as the current motors, but it also captures a little bit of your power back. I'm not even that concerned about the braking part. I'm regenerating or putting some power back yeah. into that battery. You want the power back. You want I to extend your those, range out of it. Those old 12-volt light generators that we used to have on our <laughs> yep. on my three-speed that had the little wheel and you'd hit the little lever and it'd pop on and rub up against the wheel. <laughs> exactly. <I'm> thinking, you know, <laughs> Throw one of those on there when they, for the long downhills. <laughs> exactly. Just hit that little reach down and pop that thing onto my wheel and generate some electricity. Yeah. It made my light work. Why wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like everything you're excited about is bigger batteries, more range, go further. <laughs> riding, riding. Yeah. The ability to ride it more. And it's not that you necessarily want to go further. It's just that you don't want to have to worry about how far you're going. There is that. I would like to go further. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, um, we've got a place here. I, I get out to a limit and a friend of mine said, you know, there are so many roads and trails just across that road that feels like my limit yeah. where I have to turn around it. Okay. I could just go across that road and go up the And get the to hill. some more new places. Yeah. That's even getting wilder and woolier out there. So, you know, who knows how far you could go. Yeah. Well, it's all very exciting. I know all these changes are are happening. I mean, they're going to keep happening. And uh, I look forward to all the new things coming out. 
no matter what it is. I'm excited about all the fun gadgets related to e-bikes. Yeah, no, it's really fun watching it grow. I mean, I see on the internet every time I turn something on, there ads for new bikes, new bike companies. Right. It's just growing leaps and bounds. And it, for me, that's really exciting because I'm really enjoying my bike. And when they come out with what I really want, oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I might have to go for it. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, that was episode number 10. We had David, our local guest here in Grass Valley, California on, and I just enjoyed him and his experience, how much fun he's having on his e-bike. I wish you could see the smile on his face whenever he's out riding. Now, if you want to know more about electric bikes, you can always go to my website, boltonebikes.com. And if you want to sign up for email notifications for new episodes for this podcast, make sure to go to ebikepodcast.com. Simple to remember. Once again, that's ebikepodcast.com. So that was episode number 10. That is crazy to believe that there are already 10 episodes out of this podcast. I feel like we are just getting started. If you've been with me through all 10 episodes, please make sure to go leave me a review. I love to hear your feedback. I love to see those five-star reviews. Please leave one if you can. Now, once again, thanks for listening. I will be back again next Tuesday. Tuesday.